Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing with Digest, now on Spotify, so listen on Spotify. I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director, here with Mara Levinsky, Senior Editor. Hi, everyone. Mara, we have more casting news a days. It just keeps on coming. Lindsay Arnold has been hired to play a grown-up version of Sammy and Lucas's daughter, Allie, which means we will also see the return of Brian Dottillo as Lucas. And Martha Madison and Brandon Beamer will be back imminently as Sean and Belle. And in the new issue, I spoke to Kate Nancy about her exit as Abigail. So she told me that it was always meant to be short term. She was only visiting. She was happy to be able to play Chad and Abigail back together and happy for the audience. Kate also really enjoyed working with Matthew Ashford and Melissa Reeves as much as she did. And, you know, she was also there for the departure of Abigail's on-screen brother, JJ, played by Casey Moss which Kate admits came as a complete surprise. But overall, she really enjoyed her comeback. And we're also reporting in the new issue that B&B has been renewed through 2022, which is more awesome news Woo-hoo. for CBS Oak fans. Woohoo, indeed. You know, there was an executive shakeup uh, at the network not too long ago that had some viewers really concerned about the future of B&B and YNR. But now that B&B has gotten a two-year pickup on the heels of YNR's more or less unprecedented four-year pickup, it's clear that CBS is very happy with its daytime lineup, and it's just great to know that both of those shows are safe for a good long while. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know I am very excited about that news, Mm -hmm. and I look forward to seeing what they have in store when they come back. So it is June, which is traditionally wedding month, and we have our special wedding issue on sale right now. Uh, So we polled readers on what their favorite weddings of all time were. So we did a show by show, but not surprisingly, Luke and Laura's wedding got the highest percentage of votes, not only for GH, but really the highest from all the shows in general. I mean, look, that was an event. You know, it's incredible to look back and see what a phenomenon those nups were. I mean, 30 million people tuning in is like unheard of today. And then over days, Bo and Hope's wedding was number one, uh, which I would have voted for too, actually. You know, I would have voted for Steve and Kayla's yacht wedding, which, mm-hmm. you know, had a, had a good showing. But in fairness, you know, I did start watching days after Bo and Hope's wedding. It's just pretty remarkable to think about how many of the weddings that really stick out in fans' minds were A, shot on location, which in terms of time and money is not really something soaps can swing anymore, and B, featured gowns that cost upwards of 20 grand. <laughs> like that is, oh my you God. know, it's just also like not really realistic in terms of today's budgets. But when we do these sort of retrospective pieces, it's always so fun to call these ceremonies up on YouTube and watch them again. Um, I think I, I told you this the day that this happened, but I was writing up Another World's top vote-getting ceremony, Jake and Vicky's wedding, which was, by the way, shot at the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens, really not far from where I live. And I was sitting in my living room watching the montage of Jake and Vicky arriving and their loved ones assembling. And I was like a weepy mess. Like, <laughs> you I did. You did yeah, text me. Like, I didn't even have to wait till the vows started to like get the waterworks <laughs> going. It, it got me. <laughs> I love that. But really, I mean, soap weddings have changed so much. I mean, I remember the hype 
we used to do photo shoots for digest covers with like any couple who got married. You know, we have some serious gems for in sure. our library. And like now we're happy if there are more than five guests at a wedding or there's yeah. like an actual gown. Or if it doesn't take place in a living room. Yeah, right, right. If it's like at a place. You know, that's why it will be so much fun to see what Days does in July with the four weddings of Kayla and Justin, Ciara and Ben, Lonnie and Eli and Eric and Nicole. I mean, that's a huge undertaking to do one a week, never mind make them like look and feel different, which I imagine they'll try to do. Uh, So it will definitely be a must-see month. Well, something that I just finished watching that I give my highest recommendation to is the batch of All My Children reunions that Entertainment Weekly hosted for its Reunited at Home series. Among the participants were Susan Lucci, Michael Knight, Darnell Williams, Kelly Ripa, Rebecca Budding, Josh Duhamel. The list kind of goes on and on and on and includes our guest today, AMC alum Justin Bruning, who played Jamie. There were a lot of truly poignant moments, like Eva LaRue speaking about her late ex-husband and co-star John Callahan. She said that uh, Kelly and Sarah Michelle Gellar were among the very first people to reach out to her when John was first hospitalized. But there were also like a lot of very funny moments, um, like Rebecca Buttig remembering the time that Josh Dubell dropped her on her head during a love scene and she had to be like taken out of the studio on a stretcher. It was only <laughs> funny, of course, because she was okay and because uh, she very specifically remembered lying on the stretcher, unable to move her head, looking straight up at the ceiling. And then Cameron Matheson leans over her and goes, Peanut? which was his nickname for her. I actually talked to Rebecca the other day and she told me that the next part of that story is that Josh actually came to her apartment the next day with an apology gift of a silver tea set, which is very classy. But I've uh, I've not only talked to her recently, but to Michael Knight and Alicia Minshew, and all three of them said that it was really emotional for them to be reunited, even though it was, you know, over Zoom. And I feel like that emotion is really evident in the interview. So if you're an AMC fan and you haven't checked it out, you're totally missing out. And I know that you just finished binging something with an AMC connection yourself, Steph. Well, yes, I just watched all 10 episodes of Justin Bruning's new series, Sweet Magnolias. Um, It was so up my alley. I cannot even tell you. It's on Netflix. It has a great cast. Uh, So in addition to Justin, there's Joanna Garcia Swisher, who happens to be married to one of my favorite former Yankees, Nick Swisher. Um, Brooke Elliott, who was on another show I love, Drop Dead Diva. There's also Chris Klein and Jamie Lynn Spears. And it's just like a fun, feel-good show that I highly recommend. So let's talk to Justin about it and find out how he's been faring since leaving Pine Valley. Hi, Justin. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I am super. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's not confident there. I didn't come yeah, out right. yeah. <laughs> Well, we're so happy you could join us today. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. Well, let's start with how have you been holding up these past few months? Uh, you know, it's, it's crazy times, but um, uh, Alexa and I, my wife, had uh, we started homeschooling our kids two years ago so that we could uh, they could travel with us when we worked. And so we've already had a jump on that. So when everything shut down, we it didn't really change much for us. That's good. Yeah. Ahead of the curve there. Right. Yes, I was. It was some, exactly. some forethought. I can't take the credit for that. That was her idea, not mine. <laughs> well, I was just telling Steph how much I enjoyed the AMC reunion that you took part in with Entertainment Weekly. So like, tell us what it was like for you to be reunited with your fellow Pine Valley alums, albeit virtually. Uh, that, that, was, that was awesome. Um, I was so excited when they asked Alex and I to do it. Um, it was great to see everyone because we've, you know, we all kind of have gone our separate ways and I do hang out with some people like you could tell I hang out with Billy um, <laughs> from the video. Uh, and obviously Alexa, I try to stay away from her, but I, can't do that. <laughs> can't help um, it. I was like, I'm trying to social distance from her, but it's not working <laughs> the, go within six feet of me. But um, yeah, no, it was great to see like Jacob and Bobby and um, I, I wish I, I actually watched a couple of the videos, too, because I haven't seen Michael Knight in a number of years. And um, it was fun to uh, and Chriselle and all of them. But it was <clears throat> fun to reminisce and to uh, I mean, there's things I forgot. That was such a it's such a long period. And we did so many, you know, it was four years of my life. But we did so many storylines over four years that <laughs> there was things we started talking about. I'm like, I have no idea. What you people are, I never did that. Did I? Did I do that? <laughs> was so, that me? <laughs> yeah, was that me? I thought that was you. Oh, it was me. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a, it was a, definitely was a treat to get to reminisce and, uh, you know, 
dig up all those old feelings of um, camaraderie, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, if it makes you feel better, Mar and I have that conversation all the time. She'll tell me a story no, and I'll say, did that happen to me? And she'll be like, yes, that <laughs> happened to you. Oh, yeah. No, that definitely happened to you. That was not me. <laughs> well, let's go back to 2003 when you were cast on All My Children, originally as JR, actually. So uh, tell us your casting story. Um, well, uh, like you said, I was cast as as uh, JR. But before that, um, you know, you have to do the standard thing. You go do the screen test. Um, and it was funny. I, I, I thought I was so nervous. My screen test was with Terry Ivins. I have no idea who uh, she was or the character she played Simone. or anything. I didn't, Simone. Oh no, no. I knew, I knew it. That's, I didn't know at the oh, time. At I know time. now. Sorry. Yeah. I no clue. I'm like, it's also so nervous that I'm like, I just want to not screw this up. But she, uh, at the time I had no idea who she was. Uh, I'd studied a little bit about uh, JR's family. So Adam Chandler and all that. I didn't even think to look at Jamie Martin's family. So, because that wasn't what I was auditioning for. Um, I don't have no clue. Like they told me it's with Terry and this character named Simone. I'm like, who, what does she have to do with uh, JR? I don't understand. You know, so I, so I go through that process and uh, again, it was uh, a little nerve wracking, but they, when we got done, they were like, oh, just, you know, tell us about yourself. And it's like, okay. And asked a few standard questions and I, Apparently was slightly charming. I don't know. Um, it was funny or something. And they, as the story goes, we just listened to you speak. And we sat there the whole time going, oh gosh, it's like a mini Michael Knight. <laughs> we should maybe make it Michael Knight's kid versus, but then they didn't tell me that right away. So I just kept trying to dig into who J.R. Chandler is, who his family is. And I just get this phone call out of the blue. And um that and I'd already gotten the job as JR and I started, you know, um, it was also during, uh, the blackouts, uh, the blackouts had happened right before I started. But, um, uh, I remember having to dig into that lineage and then getting the phone call. They're like, so you're going to play Jamie now. I was like, well, oh, okay. Well, thank you for not firing me. Who's Jamie. <laughs> I just spent a lot of months <laughs> figuring out who that guy is. It's very complicated. There's a lot of people that just disappear and go to addicts and don't come back. I don't know who, <laughs> uh, I can't follow all this. So then I had to learn how to be, uh, how to be Jamie. But I do remember, I remember my first day going to set and, uh, having to, we had a rehearsal hall and I walked in there and I hadn't met Michael Knight yet. And uh, our director was Connell O'Brien. And we're sitting there. I walked in and I was such a, such a dork. I had my binder, had little tabs on it, had everything <laughs> highlighted. I wrote things. I was like, this is what actors do. That's super cool right now. <laughs> like I walked in and uh, you know, open it. I'm ready to go. And I meet Michael. And he has the first line in the script. And he says something that is not even remotely close to what's in the script. <laughs> and I just, and I felt the sweat beating on my forehead and I look at my script and I look at Connell and I look at him and I look back at Connell and I'm like, I, I'm really sorry. I think I have the wrong script. And he goes, no, you don't. You have the right script. Welcome to the world of Michael Knight. So we're going to do a crash course. I'm like, oh, cool. So then I never used a binder again because it was worthless. <laughs> <laughs> lessons learned yes oh, well, lesson learned very quickly well in addition to working with michael your other parent on the show was like an equal legend of daytime television julia Barr. Oh, tell us julia what it was like Barr. working with her oh she was awesome she i remember the first day i started because i um i had grown over the weekend basically so friday <laughs> i was micah alberti who i knew personally and then monday it was me and so all of a sudden I was like six, four. So I walked on set, did a scene with her. And she was like, I am so proud of myself right now. I need you because Julie is very, she's, she's a petite woman. She's very short. Um, I love her to death, but I was like, she was just like, I just, I'm just proud of myself. Look at this. Um, but uh, no, she was great. She was, uh, she was the perfect mother to have on that show. Very nurturing and very kind. Um, just a treat to learn from her. Yeah, we had a lot of fun together too. I, I got to, <clears throat> I got to be adopted into a very funny family. So it was that was that was the best thing I could have asked for on that show. Mm-hmm. My grandparents too. 
They were hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) So about a month into your All My Children run, the show hired a love interest for Jamie, the character of Babe. Do you remember the first time you met the actress who landed that job? I believe her name was Alexa Havens. I, I don't know who that is. Who? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, they, uh, well, well, unfortunately, um, I do remember having to screen test all of the characters of Babe. None of them were Alexa. So I went through about 14 different women before I found her. Um, and uh, uh, that was actually my first, that was my first official day with screen testing actresses to play Babe. So again, I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never even set foot on set. <laughs> and now I'm screen testing people again, not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> like, sweet. But uh, I remember I didn't get to actually screen test Alexa, but Judy Bly Wilson was our casting director and she brought me in um, at one point and said, and I would talk to her constantly, but I went to visit her. She brought me in. I don't remember which happened, but she said, Oh, well, we picked a couple. Um, we narrowed it down. We picked a couple of um, actresses that we think would be great for Babe. And so she shows me, I think it was like four tapes. And I picked Alexa. I said, oh, I like her. And she said, oh, really? Why is that? And I said, well, she's just genuine and and she's really good. And I mean, obviously she's gorgeous. So uh, (laughs) she says to me, um, Judy says, oh, well, who knows? Maybe she'll end up being your, you know, your (laughs) future wife or something. I think that's what she said. I remember it's like, who knows? Maybe she'll end up being your future wife. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what I need. I'm 23. (laughs) I don't need a future wife. I'm good. (laughs) I'm so good. Sure enough. She did that a few times on our show. She set up people, Mark and Kelly and uh, yeah, John and Eva. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was, she was good at seeing that, which was weird. (laughs) I don't know well, how she did that, but she did it. Special skills. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, she's got some good skills. I was like, I was like, I pretty much was like, no, that is not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> darn, darn it. Famous last Famous words. Famous last words. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when so, Judy's right. Darn it. Uh, babe, and, babe and Jamie did not get a happy ending, but you and Alexa obviously did. In fact, your 15th wedding anniversary falls on the day that this podcast is dropping. So congratulations on that. What? I didn't know that. That's cool. It's 15 years. <laughs> I'm joking. That's <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> on Friday. I didn't know the podcast was that day. Um, no, we were, it's funny. Cause we, yeah. You know, with everything going on, obviously we were sort of like, well, what do you want to do? This is a big anniversary. I'm like, I, I, the same thing we've done for the last three months, probably because there's <laughs> nothing to do. But, um, yeah, they, uh, yeah, we, we did not leave the show on a happy ending though. I will say that the way that our characters left, it, it had a lot of mixed emotions and it was very much like you could see that, um, I, that, that's probably one of my favorite scenes that I ever did with Alexa was when Jamie left because it was very um, layered and very um, heartfelt. And you could tell that the two characters, we obviously love each other, but the two characters, there was a piece of them that <laughs> Jamie always loved her. And it was kind of shown that Babe really loved him too. But he had to go to Africa and save you lives know? with totally. Uncle Jake, who then just left him there a month later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a trick. <laughs> That's what I figured out. You know, Justin, I, I actually truly have like the fondest memories of like knowing you both as you were falling in love. Like I remember coming back to the office after I interviewed the two of you together and telling Seth, this was before like you were dating or if you were dating, I didn't know. And I was like, he is totally in love with her. Uh, it's like a soap opera within a soap opera (laughs) within a soap opera it's like that like that movie Inception it's crazy (laughs) Um, I do that all the time I just spin a little top just to make sure I'm not dreaming oh no they uh, yeah it was it was um, it definitely from the first moment I met her and we watched I don't know where they are. So I got in trouble the other day because she was like, let's look at those tapes again. I'm like, sure. And I opened the box that I thought they were in. And I'm like, they're not. He, I must have filed them somewhere else. We'll have to look. <laughs> um, I have no idea where they are. But I used to have the tape of our first, uh, the first time we met. And wow. We met on set. And for some reason, which they don't typically do, they had the camera rolling. 
So you truly see the first moment that she and I lay eyes on each other and introduce ourselves. And then again, I'm just a giant dork. Um, my, my, I know my voice is like up in my like head. I don't know. I'm so, I have such a high pitched voice at this moment. Um, cause I was so nervous and, uh, she, she, I was very, you could tell that we were, I'm going to use the word smitten. I don't know. That's just, doesn't sound right, but whatever. I'm going to use the word smitten. We're smitten with each other. We're Twitter pated about that. Um, <laughs> like we're both just, just goofy and not paying attention to anything that's happening around us. And we've watched it and we're like, oh yeah, no, I can see how this, we ended up 15 years later <laughs> in yeah, this, so in this marriage. We're very, uh, yeah, we've always, from the first moment we met, we liked each other. So it was, um, and then she became a, she became my best friend on that show. We didn't date right away. And I remember people saying, I think Cameron Matheson was one of them. He was like, he's like, gosh, you guys make a cute couple. Like, I didn't even know you were dating. And I was, I said, well, neither did I. Well, we're dating. <laughs> we are. And I remember going to Alexa and it's partially was kind of a test just to see if we were dating. <laughs> and I didn't realize. So I said, um, I went to her in the makeup room and I said, and that's a funny thing. Huh, Cameron just said something like we're dating. And if we're, we are, I would have been a way better boyfriend, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and she was like, oh, that's so silly. Yeah, we're just, again, it's like, uh, it's like watching teenagers try to <laughs> ask each other out. Um, but it, it, it did happen. It happened naturally. And it sort of happened when I invited, because we would go to events together all the time. And um, I got invited to an event that had, <clears throat> excuse me. I got invited to an event that had nothing to do with all my children and I invited her and my best friend who's not, wasn't, uh, an actor on the show. I just regular New Yorker. He said to me, he's like, Oh, you just asked her out. I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't ask. I, wait, did I just ask her out? No, I didn't. I didn't ask her. No, I didn't. I just, it's an event. We go to events together. And he's like, yep, that's not work related. <laughs> I, was like, I, I did not. And so he's panicking me in my apartment. He was my roommate. And he's like, <laughs> He's like, dude, I think you just asked her out. I'm like, I did. God, did I? <laughs> okay. Okay. What do I, what do I do? I was like, he's, he makes fun of me still to this day. He's like, you're panicking. And he goes, you're, you know, he's like, look, here, here's how you decide. If you, I was like, I don't think it was very clear. And he said, well, if you bring flowers, it's a date. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So if I don't bring flowers, obviously it shows that this is not a date. Meanwhile, Alexa's having the same conversation with her roommate. I find out later. <laughs> She's like, I, he just asked me out. And she says, well, if he brings flowers, it's a date. If he doesn't bring flowers, it's not a date. So I'm walking to her apartment and she lived close to the studio. And that poor guy at the flower stand that I must have talked to for 45 minutes. And I'm pretty sure he didn't speak English very well. But I still just was like, my friend, what do you think? Like, I'm being told if I bring flowers. And then like, and I just go through the whole scenario. He's just staring at me. He's like, he's like buy the flowers. It's like, do you, you actually didn't understand a word. I just said, did you? He's like, no, <laughs> no, no. Buy flowers, buy flowers. I was like, okay, I'm going to go with your advice. That's solid advice. I'm just going to buy flowers. And so I took him up there, had him hidden behind my back. And um, she answered the, cause I was like, I could just throw these down the hallway. If I read this wrong, like if she's in like a sweatshirt and jeans, I'm like, oh, great. And so um, I, uh, she answers the door and, uncontrollably I just pull flowers out and she's like oh my goodness thank you so much she's like could you hold on one second and I guess on her side she shut the door turns around she's like it's a date <laughs> and I'm out on the other side of the door going like I don't know what I just did she just shut the door in my face <laughs> so, so by the end of the night it all worked out okay um oh, yes well. And here you are raising three children, the oldest, is which is true. nine. Um, how's yeah. life as a family of five? Uh, it's awesome. I love, I, I grew up uh, an only child. So it's, it's super fun. I mean, my mom always told me to make my own friends. I just took it literal. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, my, they're, they're my buddies. I'm like, like my, they each have their, you know, it's fun having uh, multiple children because they each have a different personality without any guidance, without any, you know, swaying from us. I got the, 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 my oldest, uh, Lexington, she's nine. She's, uh, she's our explorer. Like if we're lost in the woods, I'm taking that kid. <laughs> she's, she's on, like, she'll just find things. She'll be like, uh, I remember when she was, uh, um, I want to say she was probably like seven. 
we were walking home and uh, she was, we were with a couple of her friends and she just stops and freezes. Like you see in those, um, uh, you know, adventure shows where they're like looking at a King Cobra <laughs> and she's trying to save everyone <laughs> and she's staring into the bushes and I'm like, okay, what's, what's happening? And um, she was just like, be really quiet. I was like, okay. And her friends are like, what is this? And she just reaches into this bush and pulls out a lizard. Uh-huh. And I mean, and she's the girl in the group. You're like, oh, no, she doesn't like princesses and stuff. She's, she's, she's a completely different species. So she reaches in and pulls out this lizard that's uh, like a, an alligator lizard, I guess they're called. I didn't know that at the time. But she, it's like rearing its head and she's just giggling at it. She's like, I think it's trying to bite me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, maybe, you know, I'm calm. I'm like, maybe you should put it down. She's like, it turns around and clamps into her hand. And then she, and she goes, Huh, yeah, no, look, it's biting me. Huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, you want to put that down? As I'm typing in my phone, like, poisonous lizards, Southern California. Uh, okay, there are none. Great. <laughs> but she just lets it go and goes about her day. And, like, all the boys in the little group are like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. She just leaves. <laughs> goes to the next adventure. So she's fun. My son is uh, Zane. He's uh, seven. And apparently he's my carbon copy people say um he looks <laughs> he looks just like me i don't see it but he looks just like me um he does look exactly like my baby photos i'm teasing but he um he he's like the inventor he's like the mechanically inclined kid who's he's he's big too but he's just like tinkering constantly and trying to build booby traps and stuff and which is really fun to walk in on sometimes when they work and um <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> um so and he's my buddy. We're, we're the, we're the, you know, his, my uh, Alexa jokes around that his room is decorated and, you know, early Spider-Man. And that wasn't his choice. That was mine. So it's technically my room. <laughs> it's the only room I get in the house where I had say. Um, so he's, he's my buddy. And then uh, we got our littlest girl, Haven, who's, uh, she is four and she is the princess like completely different. She's the dancer, the princess, the singer, the performer all day long. It's like watching Julie Andrews and the sound of music. I mean, from the moment she wakes up to the moment she goes, like if we can get her to go to sleep. (laughs) So yeah, so she's, but it's just amazing. Like she's, there's just such a joy in all of them. And it's just so fun to have them. So enough about me how about you guys Uh, i got this i've got the biggest smile on my face that's really 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 so sweet well you left all my children in uh 2007 as as you may recall so leaving the show at the end of your first contract i Mm -hmm. assume was that a hard decision and you guys kind of left at the same time uh we did i mean that was a she had a little bit longer contract than i did by a couple months but it was, it definitely was a tough decision because that's, that becomes your family. You see them every day for four years and you, you know, having to leave your friends and your family is always a hard thing. But, um, Jamie was fun and I loved playing him, but I was like, there's so many other fun things I can play. I just want to see what it is. And so curiosity caught me and I just wanted to, I, I love movies and I love, um, I love acting and I love, um, just different characters and, and diving into them. So where Jamie was fun to me, he kind of was always just like, Oh, he's always the good guy, you know, where he wasn't super complex. Um, I remember being uh, accused of murder probably like four times. And I was like, guys, are you serious? <laughs> we all know he didn't do it. I mean, there's not one, pro- why am I being arrested right now? I mean, everybody knows I didn't do it. <laughs> And then, you know, how the stories went on the show, they never told you if you were the killer or not. And I was just like, look, I know I'm the suspect. David Hayward's a suspect. Clearly, it's not me. You picked like four bad guys and me. (laughs) It's not going to, it's not going to happen. So that being said, like, again, I love Jamie. He's got a special place in my heart, but I just was, I just was curious to see what else was out there and to see what else I could play. And, uh, you know, I've gotten to do some fun stuff since then. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I did, but I love my family. And I don't just mean the cast. I mean, the crew too. You become, I mean, you know them just as much as you know the actors. They were very, you see them every day, Rusty and Fritz and Marika and Inza and all these people. I love them. 
Well, you have done so many shows since you left All My Children. Uh, for example, in 2011 to 12, you starred on Ringer opposite two other All My Children alums, Sarah Michelle Geller and Billy Miller. Um, yes. What stands out to you about working with the two of them? Oh, Sarah's awesome. Like she's she's a boss. <laughs> Definitely. Like <laughs> she was also uh, a producer on the show, so she was a boss, which is a rare occurrence that I've ever had to make out with my boss. Which is very, <laughs> so I was like, if I do this wrong, and I think I joked with her at one point, I was like, so if I do this wrong, you're going to fire me. <laughs> She's like, oh, absolutely. So I'll be judging, no pressure, go. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, she's awesome. I mean, she she made sure that I had a, you know, a, or helped to make sure that I had a fun character on that show. And Alexa had done a movie with her husband, Freddie, a long time ago. I can't remember the book. Brooklyn Rules, I think it was called, is while we were on All My Children. So she joked to me once and said, oh, this is just payback. <laughs> She's like, I'll take her husband then. Fine. <laughs> so, um, but, but uh, Freddie's from New Mexico and Alexa is too. <laughs> so we were, uh, we were joking about that, but it was awesome to work with her. Actually, we still stay in contact and she's, she's lovely. I can't say enough nice things about her. And then there's Billy who... <laughs> I mean, whatever. Um, <laughs> I love Billy. He's one of my closest friends. Um, and funny enough, we have never actually worked together. To this day, we have not ever shared a scene together. So we've done, I want to say it's four different shows, but we've never wow. worked together. The same shows. Like all my children, he was he showed up on my last day. So I never... That's crazy. Uh, Alexa screen tested him and called me and went, I think I just found your new best friend. <laughs> I said, I was like, what? Wait, sorry. Who's this guy that you just had to make out with randomly today? What? I'm sorry. Who is this dude? We mean, I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to be friends with him. What are you talking about? Let's just cross the line. And then we met like four hours later. I was like, oh, this dude's super cool. We're best friends. Everyone. <laughs> I want you to know that. Um, we hung out and he was, I remember being like, oh, see, <laughs> I have a friend now. Um, but, uh, <laughs> he was, uh, no, he's great. And then we did ringer, which we never shared screen time. And then there was another show. Can't remember what it was, but he's doing truth be told. Um, and I actually had a part on there, but my character got cut away because we were like, Oh my gosh, we're finally going to work together. And no, <laughs> my character right, disappeared. So, so they restructured the script and they're like, we don't really need your character. I was like, but I just wanted to work with Billy. So it's like, I don't think they can, I don't think they're allowed to put us in the same place at the same time because they won't get anything done. That's kind of how I see it. Yeah, I think so. You're both like enormous goofballs. There's just no yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. In yeah. fact, uh, we have uh, the same manager, Marnie. And she will structure auditions so that we're not there at the same time <laughs> on purpose. I found this out. I was like, what? How was Billy there? How did I not see him? She's like, because I sent him in four hours earlier. <laughs> so, you, so there's no possible way because you guys screw each other up before you go in the room. I was like, that's true. Your shenanigans. Wasn't there some, uh, just... some, some, some pranking, though, that I seem to recall you telling me about on the set of Ringer? Oh yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, that was fun. They did it because it it was when he got there, and I can't remember who it was for. It was, it was for me. That I know. Wait, I don't remember. Was it for him? He made it sound like it was for him, but I think he had just started that day. And he so Sarah found some photo of me. Uh, oh, because I had to do a fitting, and in one of the fitting photos, I have to wear a towel, and I was like, I have to do the fitting for the towel. Come on. <laughs> what this is ridiculous so i did the whatever i'm used to it um so i did the so you know you just do the, the normal snapshots or whatever and sarah printed them out <laughs> and put them <laughs> everywhere like all over the makeup trailer all over my room and i think billy started that day and so it was all over his room <laughs> and, and she knew we were friends so she, I think she put a ton of them in his room just everywhere <laughs> to where it was like it was even on like the toilet so he had to like move it um, yeah so I walked into the makeup I was like this is this is awesome I need to work out <laughs> I wasn't ready for that I didn't know I was going to go global right now that's amazing uh, so yes that was uh, yeah job, that was job. fun Good. 
Good yeah. job, Sarah. Yes, Sarah did a fantastic job. I walked. I did not see that comment. I walked in. I was just like, oh my god, please. <laughs> <laughs> the day's um, just starting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember watching you on Grey's Anatomy uh, when your oh. character Matthew had the very soapy experience of being left at the altar by April, played <laughs> by Sarah Drew. So tell us about your Grey's experience. Well, um, my Grey's experience, that was, um, especially being left on the altar, that was a very, as you referred to it, a very soapy moment. Um, and I then understood how all the people that are on soaps who get left on the altar feel. We sat there, <laughs> I wanted to cry. Um, <laughs> Jerika and I were like, I think... Yeah, Drika Hinton. She was uh, Jesse Williams, I guess, sort of girlfriend on the show at the moment. So she, she sort of got left too. So there's a photo <laughs> of, we took a photo of she and I in front of this giant heart um, <laughs> decoration that's at the wedding. And we're just sad, crying in each other's arms. <laughs> I was like, we're going to go with that story. <laughs> but uh, it was, a, it was a f- an awesome experience. I'm trying to think back, sorry. From the first moment I got there, it was... Uh, I had guessed I was going to be with uh, Sarah's Drew character uh, of April because on paper, Matthew was such a sweet guy. He's, uh, you know, he's a, he was a lot like Jamie in that regard, but he definitely, he, he might have been even better than Jamie. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one, but he was a lot of fun. He, he But he definitely was so open and uh, just, you know, I had to sing and dance and her oh, i said enough to sing but i thought i had to that was scary but um <laughs> we had to do a whole flash mob dance proposal thing i just he was he was such a fun character to play and i remember going in and he went through like when i got there he went through a lot of like little surprises at the beginning to where um shonda rhymes would be sitting at the um, we do table reads before every episode and would be sitting there and I remember I started getting used to it. I'd come in and she'd be like grinning at me. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Cause I haven't read the script because the regular cast members, I was a recurring character. The regular cast members have already read like four versions of the script. So I walk in and like the first one was definitely when he decided that or when he's having this moment with uh, April on the couch and they're in the, they're making out and all of a sudden she stops him um and he's like he's like oh what did i do wrong and she goes oh nothing and then they go back to making out and then i stop her so i'm reading this and the way it's structured uh they halfway to the page he says she says why are you stopping it's like because i have something i have to tell you i'm a or i'm and then it goes dot 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 and so they made me flip the page because <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm reading it and i was like I, i'm a uh, I'm a what? what? I'm a what? What is this? And I flipped the page. I'm a virgin. What? <laughs> huh? Wait, I'm going on the show that like is centered around sex, and I'm the virgin. Wait a minute, what just happened? <laughs> Am I, I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. Oh, do I need to do this differently? Have I been doing this right the whole time? Um, but she. Then Shauna was just like, I just love to see the reaction on your face. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> Just like at the table reads. You're just like, I'm weird. Okay, cool. All right, we can run with that. What's what's next? What? So, and then another time I walked in and there was a, a stereo sitting on the table, which is never there. And again, Shonda's smiling at me and I'm like, Ugh, now what? Why why do you have a boombox? What's going on? I'm not break dancing, right? She's like, oh, close. <laughs> and then she started, we get to the part with the flash mob and she hits the button and starts playing the song. And, and I'm reading it and like, and I'm like, why is music playing, Matthew? Pops, oh my gosh, really? <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna dance now. That's wonderful. <laughs> but no, but those are like super fun experiences that definitely get you out of your comfort zone. And it was a blast. And weirdly, how I met the majority of the cast of Grace, because I hadn't met them yet, which talk about first impressions, you know, doing a dance for, I was like, hey, Patrick Dempsey, what's up? <clears throat> Stop judging me. <laughs> What's what do you think on? of my moves? <laughs> yeah, what, what do you think of these moves? They're sweet, right? <laughs> Paramedics gear is a little constricting, otherwise I'd be way better. <laughs> um, did you ever yeah. uh, did you ever run into anyone from General Hospital while you were working there since they're they shoot in the same uh, studio I, area? I actually didn't. That's why I was shocked. Uh, cuz even I would try to coordinate with Billy cuz he was there. 
So I'd be like, dude, I'm filming on Grays again. I mean, I think we're on the same. I and mean, we might have parked next to each other. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I just got done. I'm like, darn it. Okay. And it'd be every time I'd be working, we missed each other. So I didn't actually see anybody. I think they're on, they're, they're in a different building, which is right next to the parking lot. So I feel like they go, it just, they go in and do their thing and leave. So I never see them. So, um, but I tried. <laughs> tried. Fate worked to, against you. Then failed. Um, yep. So I just finished binging Sweet Magnolias, now on Netflix, in which you star as baseball coach Cal Maddox. Um, yeah. So loved it, by the way. And this Thank was after you. like three people were like, you have to watch it. I'm like, I'm watching it. Like, <laughs> like, calm down. Like, relax. I'm already yes. there. Um, <laughs> so tell us how the role came about the series. Uh, Sweet Magnolias. Let's see. I I was offered the part when, um, and I don't know how that came about, but I, 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 they offered it to me and I wanted to have a meeting and I was like, um, so they, but they sent me like the first two scripts. And if you've seen the first two episodes, I'm not in it a lot because it's a slow burn character and it gets developed. So I was like, okay, cool. So he's nice. Okay, that's it. Um, I don't have anything to go on. <laughs> There's nothing in these first couple. I don't know. Like, does he like this girl? I can't. T- I don't know what's going on. So I grabbed the. Uh, I grabbed the book by Cheryl Woods. Uh, he's my character is predominantly in Stealing Home, which is the first novel released in the Sweet Magnolia series. But she did uh, in such a clever way. She released um, three novels in the same year, and each one of them deals with one of the women in this week, Magnolias. So one is predominantly about Maddie, one about Dana Sue and one about Helen. And so my story, and then they all intertwine, but my story, um, I start reading it and I was like, Oh man. I'm, oh, and actually Alexa and I did a little book club because I only had three days before the meeting <laughs> and I was going in. So <laughs> we just would we'd read it, text each other, I mean, we're in the same house, by the way. I don't know why we're texting each other. <laughs> but she'd be like, because she'd go to bed early and she'd just keep reading. I thought she'd be asleep. And I'd be like, why, why are you still up? I thought you were asleep like two hours ago. She's like, no, oh, I'm still reading this book. And so she'd send me things and she's like, oh, just wait till they describe Cal. Like, wait till you get to that part of the book. And um, it's, you know, it's very, I was like, oh, this is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> but uh now she, we started reading it and I was like, this guy is like, he's a, he's a good guy. No, actually he's a great, he's, this guy's awesome. Like, I wish I could be this guy. I mean, I am, I could be this guy, but I wish I could be more like this guy, you know? And I remember reading the book and getting done looking at Alexa and I was like, I, I, I feel like I need to take you on a date or something. <laughs> like I need to be, is it bad to be jealous of the character you're going to play? Like, I just, okay. It's like, wow, that was really thoughtful. I should be more thoughtful. Huh. That's strange. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the, yeah, Cal, he's, the thing I liked about him is that he was, he's very honest and very just in a sense that when he gives a decision, it's sort of the decision that, can please both sides or at least you can understand why he made the decision. Uh, it, it happens in the show a few times too. And in particular, there's a moment where they think that, um, and this is in the book as well, but they sit him down with a couple of the parents about his relationship with Maddie. And I'm kind of, uh, I've already, like you can tell I already have, I've already thought this through and it was going to happen. And, and I say, like, look, that's fine. If you think that I can't be, you know, fair about this, I guess I'll just remove myself from the equation. And then they all panic because <laughs> they're like, well, you have to be, you're our coach. You can't. I'm like, no, Harlan can be the coach. And I will, I, I give him complete control. I will coach from the sidelines, whoever he picks. And like uh, Frank is, Frank Oakley is who plays Harlan and he and I became friends on the show and mm-hmm. we planned it out and we was like, yeah, so let's just plan it. Like we've already talked about this. And so, you know, I relinquish control. Frank's the new head coach. I will just, I'll help out with whoever he chooses. And he takes the moment. He's like, cool. The kid's starting. <laughs> so we all leave, but it was always the plan. And that's the one thing where I liked about Cal is like how just even Keely is how, um, um, he, he, I always kind of refer to him as like the, the guide character 
meaning like I'm guiding a lot of people to get to where they need to go in the story, uh, including Ty, Maddie. I'm trying to like set up their, you know, I'm trying to get Maddie to, to, to guide her into the next phase of her life. And that includes me, obviously. Ty, I'm trying to get him to be uh, a baseball star, but at the same time, not to make the same mistakes that Cal did, which we don't really get on, um, but we will, hopefully. And, um, yeah, and everybody else, even Bill, I think he's very... I'm trying to guide him to be a good father to his son and to his kids. You know, there's a few moments we have, we have, we don't have a ton, but it's just still, it's like he kind of takes the very peaceful route. And that's what I like about him. He's not confrontational. He doesn't, he's a, he's a cool guy. I like him. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, your uh, leading lady on that show is the lovely Joanna Garcia Swisher. Tell us about working with her. Oh, lovely. Is that the right word? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna is awesome. Uh, Alexa actually worked with her on Astronaut Wives Club. So I had, did not know mm-hmm. Joanna before um, all of this. But uh, when I was already in Georgia and when they told me that Joanna was cast, uh, I had been talking to Alexa and I said, yeah, I guess they're going to bring on somebody named Joanna Garcia Swisher. I don't know who that is. And she's like, that's Joe. I was like, Great. I, what, what do you mean that's Joe? She's like, that's the girl I was talking about on Astronaut Wives Club. She's like, you're going to love her. She's awesome. And she goes, she's basically me, but with red hair. And I went, well, that's no fun. We have you. <laughs> we need something different. We need to spice this relationship up. No, I'm kidding. There's, um, <laughs> they said she's just a, she's a, she's a very fun. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Speaking of somebody, there's a, there's a, does anybody want to say hi to Alexa? She's right behind me. Alexa, hi. Hi, Mara. Hi. Mara, are you there? Hi, yes. It's hey, nice girl. To hear your voice. Oh, Hello. Hello. It's good to meet you. How are you? I know. I'm great. Hanging in. And you guys, are you? We're good. Are you still I know in how Justin is. Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn working from home. And, uh, you know, yeah, hanging in. I just feel like that's. That's sort of the name of the game right now. Good. I didn't mean to pop in, but I'm glad I did because I haven't heard your voice in so long. I know. I feel the same way. It was nice to have a cameo from you. I'm talking about you, girl. <laughs> no, I was actually you. talking about you. Me? I was like, are you talking about Joe? And all the I'll, I'll share with Joe any day. She's <laughs> she, she gets my approval. I was, I was actually just talking about, <laughs> talking like about Joe. I was talking about how you like her. So there you I go. I do. I do <laughs> a lot. I think she's great. We have independent <laughs> confirmation of justice. Yes. Except I was like, okay, way too much kissing. What's going on here? <laughs> Wait. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'll let you take over. Well, good. Good to talk with you. You All too, right, bye, Mara. See you guys. Have a good day. You too. So, yeah, there you right. go. I guess too much kissing or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I missed all that. Um, I wasn't paying attention. I was working, babe. It's work. Take one. I'm for, used to it. We're good. Take one, take one for the team. Um, 15 uh, years, I can share you now. Good. Yeah, they knew it was 15 years too, by the way. She said, oh, 15 yeah. years, I can share you now. Is what she said when she walked away. <laughs> She's bored with me. Um, but, um, sorry. It's a little side note. No, when uh, working with Joe is... She's awesome. She's so lighthearted and just fun to be with on set. I mean, I kind of asked for a better partner to do this stuff with. Um, it is. She reminds me. And they, those two love each other, <laughs> Alexa and Joe. So it makes it so much more fun and comfortable to be like, yeah, <laughs> all right, I'm going to go. They got with your, you don't want to come to set today. It's cool. <laughs> you guys remain friends. It's fun. Um, yeah. Nope, she's great. Now, did she offer you any critiques of your baseball form since her husband is Nick Swisher, a former major league player? She didn't. I wanted some. I was like, well, you know how to do this better than I do, right? <laughs> um, she didn't actually. I don't, I don't, I didn't have to do a lot of, a lot of stuff. And I, I honestly never, I've only met Nick over FaceTime. I would miss him too. Every, he's going to be my next Billy Miller. I'm just never going to see him. Because <laughs> um, he would come to set and I wouldn't be there. I'd be like, Okay. Uh, but, uh, no, I didn't, he, she didn't, she didn't critique too much. So I feel like maybe that means I was doing it right. He probably is just like, oh, he's horrible <laughs> out there acting like he knows what he's doing. So, but nope, I haven't gotten a critique. I'm sure I will not. I just opened the door. I'll probably get a whole email from Nick or something. 
Yeah, don't stand like that or talk like that or just, just don't do anything. Just go away. Just go back there. <laughs> well, is there any talk of the series continuing for more seasons? And would you be into that? If so? I would 110% be into that. I so love would I. No, would you? <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, well, we got two people. I'm pretty sure Alexa wants me to do it some more. We'll just ignore that whole too much kissing comment. But whatever. We'll do whatever we have to. Um, no, we. Uh, I, I would 100% be in. I, they're Cal, I mean, we, we just scratched the surface on Cal. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I love about the way the show is written is that we slip little nuggets in there, like little fun things that you can pick up on but we didn't go any further into detail. And it's not that we're skipping over it. It's that if we got a long story to tell, so it's like, well, wait a minute. I, I know I mentioned something. Um, again, this is another show that I forget everything that I do in there, but there's a moment in the bar uh, with my friend Trotter. Hunter plays him. He's, he's another good friend. And he, um, I say to him, like, look, I, I get where she's coming from. I've been there. And then I keep talking. So now I've just said, wait, what, you know, like to anybody at home, it's like, well, what do you mean you've been there? How have you been? Like, who is the girl? Who's this? There's a lot of questions I get asked and a lot of questions I've been asked. Um, and uh, I love the way that it's structured in the story. So we don't have to go into detail on every single thing like I say or Maddie says or Helen says, but we will get there and we will, we're, we're laying the groundwork for a very intricate story. So for hopefully more seasons and i can't wait to explore that uh definitely calmore because there's there's things i don't even know there's like in the book he's there and there's the same kind of structure there's little things that are said about him or that he says certain ways the certain way he words things that um makes me question but it's never really explored so we kind of are filling in the blanks with him so i'm going to be curious to see what our writers with Cheryl and all of and crew come up with Cheryl Anderson, our showrunner and our, uh, one of our head writers. It's like, she's, she's got some, she's got some plans, which uh, she won't tell me, <laughs> but she teases me <laughs> constantly. Awesome. Like she won't tell me who's in the car either, which that's going to ruin our friendship. <clears throat> <laughs> I think I've probably asked her about 70 times once I read the script. I'm like, so, so who's in, who's, you know, you can tell me who's in the car. I'm just like everybody. <laughs> yeah. else. I want to know who's in the car. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, so, um, you know, who's, 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 uh, I, I, look, I get it. You know, Kyle's fine. I mean, I think he's fine. He's, he is fine. Right. Like <laughs> she makes, she, I, I had the, uh, I guess the desired reaction that she wanted from all of everyone else, all the viewers. So she tested it out on me. It, it's did a not good cliffhanger. Crack. Yeah. Did not crack. Did not. She has not told me I have an idea. She did not tell me, so it's unfortunate. We will have to wait. Yes, we um, will. Hopefully that uh, does, but yeah, I want to explore. Hopefully not too long, yeah. Yeah, hopefully not too long. Um, I hope, uh, you know, I want to explore definitely Cal and Maddie's relationship and all of the the um, safe fun that that could bring. Her her situation's complicated, so, um, and he's inviting a lot of drama into his life because of that, but that's where all the good stuff is, so. I'm excited to see that, his relationship with Bill. Um, Maddie's mom seems to take a liking to me. So if it doesn't work out with Maddie, that's fine. I can, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll take one of them. They're, they're, so they're she fine. paid a lot of money in that auction for him. You did. So. And I've technically never gone on that date. So I, 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 I was thinking that. I don't like having <laughs> debt hanging over my head. <laughs> so we, need another, we, need a, we need another season just so I could pay that off. Because that's gonna, right. I'm sure that's going to come back to bite me. <laughs> i'm like but i'm a fan too that's the best part about this show is even doing i'm part of it but i'm such a fan that i'm only a part of the story like one third of the story to be exact i I like i want to know what's going on with eric and dana sue and helen i'm like wait i like read the scripts and i'm like well i want to be part of that storyline just so i can know what's in it (laughs) like what's happening um, but when I watched the show, when it was all finished and, you know, to get ready for when it was released and to get ready for interviews and stuff, I found myself binging it just like everybody else did and asking the same questions. And, um, Dion who plays Eric does such a fantastic job of like, just, I don't know, there's like a mystery just surrounding him. And I think mm-hmm. that's what 
Oh, and I think that's what's a little different about our show versus um, the soap operas. Usually the women kind of had all the mystery and all the fun, so to speak. <laughs> and um, on this show, since it's a small town, everybody knows everything about everyone already. They grew up here. They all know each other. So the only mystery comes in when the guys come in is you don't know anything about Eric. You don't know anything about me. You don't know anything. I think I've only, my character's only been there for like four months. Um, uh, uh, character of Isaac, everybody has like a secret. That's what I meant to say. Like on, on soaps, all the females have secrets, mm-hmm. you know? And then on this show, it's like all the men have the secrets. No, some of these women have a few secrets that we'll find out about. Well, there's definitely more to explore with all yeah, of these characters. There is. We just Can't yep, wait for that. We just scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. Well, before we let you go, it's been almost 17 years since you were cast on All My Children. Um, so when you think back on your four years in Pine Valley, like what flashes through your mind about the impact of being on the show um, personally and professionally? That we somehow were next to the ocean, even though we're in Pennsylvania. I don't know. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's logistics. <laughs> well, yeah, honestly, getting that as your first job, you can ask for anything better. Um, I mean, we move so fast. There's so much content. I mean, 270 episodes a year. Um, and learning to perform like that has been, and, and professionally too, um, there's been a few times that we've had to, we do block shooting on soap operas. And there's a few, like we do that on Sweet Magnolias too. So there's a lot of the, the style of how we shoot has helped me throughout my career. And um, again, like just, having that as a, a really comfortable family, you know, cause like even this show we're together for three months and then, you know, hopefully when we do a season two, you know, it's not a year later, but that's a long time in between. And that shows every single day. And so you develop such a bond and what a, what a way to start in this industry and in this business and having a really tight knit family and learning from each and we had so many actors too. learning from each one of those. It was just like a treasure trove of knowledge. So I value and totally appreciate my time with all my children. Though I still can't figure out how we had docs. That just bugs me. (laughs) It's like Jacob came back on an ocean liner. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. What? Where's the dock at? Where's the ocean? Are we in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I understand. But only on a soap. Only on a soap can we get away with this. True. <laughs> and that's what I like about him too. I'm like, I don't need reality. <laughs> no, not at all. Who does? <laughs> that's why we were joking, like Alexa was saying once about, you know, uh, yeah. she's like, oh, they, you know, my character's dead. And I was like, isn't your dad like a creepy scientist? Why didn't he just clone you? Because you can do that. The Orpheus Project. He could bring her back. It's fine. There you go. Exactly. I don't even know what that is, but sure. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, how he was bringing everyone back to life at the end there. At the end. Oh, okay. Got it. I didn't understand that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's, you know, there's always a way. And that's what I love about, I mean, to continue with how Agnes Nixon continued this story for, I mean, decades you know, she just found a way and you, there's always a story to tell. And I just, uh, I love storytelling. I mean, I think that's the, I mean, everything, uh, most of the shows on TV to me, there are elements or they are a soap opera, just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, shorter, less episodes. So they're condensed, but 24 episodes. I mean, if you took our 270 and condensed them to 24, you'd have the same thing. That was uh, how I always viewed it. So it was a great, just a great training ground for any new actor to start. And, uh, and I loved it. I think it was great. And I got to meet, and I got to meet you guys. So exactly, what's even exactly. better about that? <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm talking to Mara. Great. I got, a, I got a, I got a wife and Mara. Well, no, it was, it was so, right, 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 right. Well, it was so, so awesome to hear your voice again and to get to catch up. And we're so happy for all of your, your, your successes personally and professionally. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was great talking <laughs> Let's to you. Let's hope for a season two. I hope so. I hope. I hope somebody calls me soon here. <laughs> they're like, they're like, all right, buddy, you've had some time off. You need to start working out again. 
Come on. I need some motivation. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. You too. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Justin Bruning for being our guest. If you like this podcast, we're on Spotify. So listen on Spotify. Be sure to pick up a new issue on sale now and come back next week for another podcast.